Welcome back to another episode of Create a New Tomorrow. I'm your host, Ari Gronich, and I have with me a, a very odd man. His name, Justin Reckler. His commitments, the superpowers of others. We all have superpowers within us. And Justin's company, Superpower Experts, helps you find the superpower in you. So, I'm not going to talk a lot about Justin's background. I'm just going to suffice it to say that he and his wife met teaching in a three-letter initial government agent. And uh, his background in corporate counter fraud and espionage and things like that. You know, he has a little bit of background in the mind of people. And so I'm going to let you, Justin, tell a little bit more about your background itself. And I'd like you to go back a ways to <laughs> some of those earlier days of, uh, of what your history is and what that allows you to do as you, one of your superpowers. Wow. It's, it was a while ago. Um, thanks for having me on the show, Ari. It's uh, uh, good to be here. Um, Wow, where do we get? Uh, I'll give you the short version because it does seem like multiple lifetimes ago that this all started. But uh, my wife and I are both former counterintelligence agents with the U.S. government. We met teaching at the corporate uh, at the uh, Army counterintelligence schoolhouse, uh, and we probably put four or five thousand agents through the training. Uh, wrote a large portion of the curriculum there, uh, and eventually led us into the, the business world. Uh, you know, we met at CEO space uh, and, you know, just a great group of people there. And we started our own corporate counterintelligence firm doing due diligence and vettings. And along the way, we found that people weren't necessarily just wanting to look into people. They were wanting to understand people. They were wanting to, um, more importantly, they were wanting to understand themselves. Um, and lo and behold, we just happen to have a, a slew of history in that because the entire counterintelligence world is a giant chess game. It's the second oldest profession in the world, you know, spying. It is literally the second oldest profession. I'm not going to even get into the first, but you know, it, it, it's been around a while and we just happen to be in a position in a role and have the opportunity to serve our country in that position. Um, and in that being teachers of that, we, you know, we learned a lot from what the army taught us from our own spiritual growth and personal development along the way. And our business kind of culminated into what is now superpower experts. See, because that's the, what people were asking for. They were wanting to know how, 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 do, how do people work, right? I'll, I'll pay you to do it, but how do we do it for ourselves? Right. So I want to get into that a little bit. Um, you mentioned self-commitment, so I want, I want you to talk a little bit about what that means. And uh, the other thing that I wanted to ask you is how difficult have you found it when you introduce yourself as somebody who has been who you've been to make friends and are they always wondering if you know 
you know, the secrets and the truth and how to guided them and, you know, like, what is, what is that like to, to be, you know, everybody wants to be James Bond. I wanted to be James Bond. You were James Bond, kind of, you know, <laughs> at least part of that world. So, you know, how does that work to feel like nobody's ever really trusting you, but they are, but they're not, but they are. And, you know, and also then what is this self-dominion? Absolutely. So, um, you know, I love people. I absolutely love people. It's, it's what motivates me to do the work that I do in the world. Um, and yes, on the background itself, the, the, the counterintelligence training, um, and I don't know if cursing is allowed on here, but I'm going to curse. Um, good, good. Um, cause there's only one way to, to really describe this is, is yes, I love people. Yes. We've got friends. Most of, most of our people and most of our friends know our backgrounds, right? We love and trust them. Uh, but on the average, on the average, at the end of the day, I've got to give a fuck about wanting to know what it is. And so those that are close to me, of course, we've got this tight relationship, but you know, if there's a potential client and, I, and I've had this experience where I walk in the room and somebody goes, Oh, you probably know all the dirty laundry about me. Nope. Nobody paid me to look into you. So don't care. <laughs> right. It is kind of what it comes down to. And, and the way that plays into the, the self dominion piece is, is that, I mean, I was 34 years old when I, when I had my, my quote unquote awakening. Right. Um, when I, when I realized that the world wasn't quite what I was led to believe, um, that was after going through the military, right. Um, and, and being a part of the military. So that's when I met Tony and it was when I met her because she had already done a lot of journeying, um, her personal journeying uh, at that point in time. And when I met her and, you know, being part of government counter intel and seeing some of the things that I saw and working with some of the people that I worked with and, you know, things like project Stargate and, you know, things that are out there that you can look at that are like, Whoa, that shit's real. Um, it makes you, I don't say it again. Or is it? Yeah. Or is it right? Um, it, it, it makes you start to, to question, you know, everything. And, in that journey, what I realized is that along the way, people are, they're looking for dominion in their lives, right? Because the whole strive of why we go to work, why we go to nine to five, why we can have the altruistic motivations of I want to make the world a better place, right? Which is, is, all, is great. At the end of the day, it comes down to survival. So let me ask you a question that came up from, from you saying this. And uh, as you know, we have these echo chambers on the internet really tend to affirm our own belief systems and so I, I have this thought like if somebody were to step away from the news from the media from social media and, and so on sit in the corner basically with a mirror in front of them and ask themselves what do I believe and then break that apart into who told them how to believe that way and why are they believing that way? And, you know, get into that really deep part of why do I believe what I believe in? Then that might shift a lot of the reactionary, you know, things that we're seeing these days um, on there. But I'm not sure if somebody can have self-dominion 
and programs at the same time, right? Like, how does that work? Because you've been programmed and you're constantly being programmed by everything around you. And then you say, oh, start having self-dominion. But to find every place and piece and parcel of what is not you <laughs> is in and of itself a mastery of a lifetime, no? It can be. It, it depends on how good at you, you are at detaching from what you perceive as being truth. Um, and this is, if you haven't watched this, if your viewers haven't listened or haven't watched this, I highly recommend watching the movie The Social Dilemma on Netflix. They, they cover this. They had founding members, founding employees, founding executives from Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, all who self-admittedly show and, and, and show the behind the scenes that this was designed and the reality that you're seeing is built off of an algorithm designed to keep you in a prison because you create up your barriers, you create up your walls. I like this, 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 this. Awesome, you set your parameter. Guess where Facebook keeps you? In those parameters, right? We become what we consume and Facebook and social platforms have learned that you feed more of that, it's like a drug. They even talk about it creating, it's, it produces dopamine in the brain every time you get a like on your post, right? right. And it's, it's intentional. And we have to, but how do you get to the self-dominion place? Yeah, it is a lifetime of mastery. But what we don't, what we fool ourselves is, is that it's really not because once you start pulling on the thread, if you keep pulling, it eventually comes unwound. Yeah, so yeah, I get that. The, the algorithm that, that I'm thinking more about is the algorithm behind our eyeballs. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to is you have to want that more. Right. But how do you even know that that's something that you want more if the algorithm is saying this is so strongly connected to a this is exactly this no matter what. Right. So, for instance, you know, I know you're a religious man and you go to church. Um, I have friends who are very religious and go to church. Some of them believe that the Bible is the word of God, word for word, right? There's nothing on the planet that you could say to them, logical or illogical, that will get them to not believe that that is the case. Just like for most vegans, there's nothing that you'll ever say to get an animal, right? <laughs> So that's the algorithm that I'm talking about. How do we shift those algorithms because our perceptions of reality are so skewed based on those algorithms? So the, 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 easy, the easiest answer I have for that is one, there's no simple answer, um, but it comes down to two things, right? It, it comes down to one, you have to have a desire and an under, a basic understanding of the human mind and ego and how we function, right? And then you have to have a willingness to look at that. Well, if that's true across the board for humans, I'm a human, 
where am I doing that? Right. And you have to start questioning our own behaviors in it because if we don't like something in it, any any good therapist will tell you, right? If you keep getting married, you know, if you've been married eight times and you keep getting older, but your wives keep they're they're all twenty one when you marry them, the problem's not them. The problem's you. You are the common denominator, right? That's the that's the, that's the case in any situation. Is you is that so? It comes down to you have to have an awareness that if you want something more and what you're doing is not working, you have to seek out other methods, right? You know, that the, the whole bigger than yourself thing is an interesting conversation because, uh, you know, I grew up, I was studying religions from Judaism and Buddhism and uh, Native American way and uh, atheism, I mean, paganism. I studied a lot of religions growing up. Fascinated by, and you know, at, in the Jewish faith, you're very questioning of everything, right? Question and question and question. You have an entire book of rabbis having a conversation about what the possibilities could mean about the Torah's translation, right? So it's, it's, not, it's like, well, what does this mean? I don't know, you know. Maybe it means this, 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 and this. Ah, but it could mean this. You know, it's like, that's the, <laughs> it's very questioning of a religion in general. And so I, I always um, felt like I was questioning. I had a big issue with the word God for a long time. Um, maybe because we had to put it back to the own, you know, oh, I don't know. I just, the word seemed to diminish the uh, existence of, right? And that was my my belief. It was like this three-letter word <laughs> can't represent, you know, and there's Adonai is two letters in Hebrew, <laughs> which is God. You know, it's like there's so many possibilities. And, and what I got was there was a billboard that, had a picture and it said to those of you who are atheists believing there is no design plan or god is like seven trillion waves hitting the shore and all of a sudden a sandcastle appears because we are trillions of atoms that have just smacked together and here we are, but without a planner, how would, you know, <laughs> like, that's just not possible without the planner. I thought that was, that was a pretty good, you know, argument against atheism. In my life, the argument against <laughs> is I've gone through so much shit in life that, you know, what if there isn't a plan then there's no point in going through the shit. So I might as well just go. <laughs> right. And so that was my way of staying on the planet is having that belief. But if somebody were to, to look at what you're saying was for self dominion and then a higher power, they kind of seem to contradict each other. How do they fit together? Because at the focal point, 
of self-dominion and looking to God or the dollar or your job or your relationship or whatever else it is that's driving your life that it's that's making your decisions for you right because if you're the one navigating it then you're limited on what you know right you don't know everything you don't know how how this was supposed to be you don't know what's going on in the person's life you can be you can best friends and talking to the person every single day you still don't know what's going on for them in their life because you don't you're not them it's impossible to you can know a lot you can think you know a lot but you don't know how they feel they might share with you but you still are not them let's see if it's true for ourselves that means that we are confined to our limiting beliefs right we're commit we're we're, we're then how do we know it's the best decision well it worked last time awesome trial and error but have you done it this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, or the or what about, have you done this or have you done this, right? Things, you're limited to the decisions that you make, right? And your success is only going to be dictated by your level of knowledge, which is great why we still want to continue to read, right? But at that point in time when I decided to stop looking at myself for the answers, because I'm in dominion of that place, right? But I turn it and I look it to God, what I call God, others call it the universe, call it spirit. I don't care what you call it. Call it something. Look for something outside of yourself. At that moment, when I choose to look at this rather than the world, I'm in dominion. Thank you so much for being on. I know you're a busy, busy man. I think uh, we did an episode. It's about four or five months out from being uh, being published. That's how popular this guy is. I mean, I'm just so jealous. I just want to be him. Minus, of course, the bald head. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, check out uh, Superpower Experts. It is a great show. They have multiple shows, actually, within that network. And so you can find anything that may be of interest to you within that network. So... Uh, I look forward to hearing what you guys got from this uh, this episode. Ask any questions. We love to engage. And thank you so much. This has been Ari Gronich with another episode of Create a New Tomorrow, where we're helping to activate your vision for a better world today. Thank you so much.